Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Man Ghana Live on Plus Radio once again. Uh, it's a Friday edition, of course, it's a Friday, and uh, you're welcome back to Mangana. Today is the 28th day of October 2022 in the year of our Lord, and then we are here to give you nothing but the very best of what is happening, what's happening in this country, and even beyond, right? Mm-hmm. Giving these things that are happening in the country, Ghana. Of course, uh, our priorities are our own country, Ghana, and of course, they give you other bits happening over. Uh, or across the borders or across the shores of Ghana as well. I'm sitting in for your regular host, my name is Benjamin Sapon, and I have to sit in for um, Mr. Emmanuel Frimpon, uh, officially called um, Madiba. And then um, it's, it's probably different voices, but the same vibe. And today we are having a conversation on uh, <laughs> uh, something, something that is really, really um, training in Ghana, if, you, if, if, if I shoot or if I be training in Ghana. And we are going to talk about. Uh, the call for the sack of the uh, finance minister, the minister for finance and economic planning, uh, Honorable Ken Ufuriata, there's been some calls. Um, and this is quite interesting because the calls are coming from people in his own very party. Um, one thing we've known uh, as, as a people is that our own don't bite us. But when it comes to politics, um, our own don't bite us. But uh, with this story, his own. Uh, people from his own party are calling for the sack of the finance minister. We have a conversation on that. I know it's it's over the course of the week. It's, it's something that um, really, really made waves. Also, we talk about the fuel prices and then implementing the transportation fees. Is it is ideal? Every every time you, you open the, the tabloids, you, you are seeing the possible increments, something 19, something 20, something 25. Uh, increments going on everywhere, left, right, center, in your accent. Oh, we want to have a conversation around it. Is this the real thing we can do? And also, um, the president of Ghana, Nana Excellency, sorry, Excellency Nana Adeodankwa Ekufu Ado will be addressing the nation or the economy. And then we are asking, is there an expectation? What are what are your expectations? Some of the expectations you you have, or some of the expectations you have uh, towards this um, nation's address. This is nation's address. You'll be hearing of your fellow Ghanaians uh, probably <laughs> very soon. And uh, we are asking the conversation. Uh, we, we are asking the question that uh, what are some of the expectations that you have for this nation address? So um, these are many other things we are going to talk about on the show today. Once again, you're welcome to the Mangana Live on Plus Radio.
Plus Radio. Plus Radio. Before we get into and speak to our guests for the show this evening, um, let's do a few a few stories making headlines in, in the tabloids and newspapers, right? Before we, we come we come in. And um, from PCFMonline.com, we are saying that um, it's Ken Ofuriata, the only wise person in Ghana? And this is a question from uh, the angry Kwesi Pratt Jr. is asking, is, is he the only wise person in Ghana? Mm. And someone also, uh, sorry, and this one, this one also says, What can Ken Ofuriata do in three weeks if he couldn't do it in six years? And this is coming from Charles Ousu to the president, and all in relation to. <laughs> uh the honorable um finance minister because he had um so if he hasn't done this then in six years what what can he do in three weeks um this coming from what the president or the excuse the president gave uh, as to why uh people should be give the finance minister the leeway to uh run things at least for the interim the three weeks ahead of us while we we have a conversation or while we share our sites with the International Monetary Fund and Charles Ousu is asking the president if Ufriata hasn't done anything in six years, what can he do in three weeks? Uh, sacrifice can Ufriata and place the finance ministry under the vice president, Alute Jacobs, uh, to the president. Wow, interesting. Sacrifice can Ufriata and place the finance minister under the vice president. It's coming from Alute Alote Jacobs with this one. So a lot of news about uh, the finance minister and president um, over the course of the week. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, well. Until you brief parliament, forget about laying your CI before the house. Bagbin tells the electoral commission. Uh, the speaker of parliament, Alan Bagbin, has threatened to block the laying of a new constitutional instrument by the electoral commission if the house is not briefed accordingly. The electoral commission ci which is undergoing some amendments is expected to make the ghana which is expected to make the ghana card the only identification document to enroll onto voter register this new proposal has been thorny issue between the ec and the opposition ndc before together with other political parties so um the speaker of parliament is saying until you leave parliament forget about laying your ci before the house and it's coming from um the speaker of parliament um and in other foreign news um india expects max max twitter to comply with new local rules uh, india is expecting twitter to comply with their local rules uh, and not not alien max doing this or anything um this one says 
Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter will not change India's expectation that it must comply with the country's existing and upcoming new IT rules, which will be published within days. A government minister told Reuters on Friday. Mm. Elon Musk fires Twitter CEO and top executives, and that's, and that's also um, in my on my joy online, myjoinonline.com. Um, quickly, let's do a few um, online online um, reviews, and this one says, uh, "Okay, mm, Ofurata would have jailed, would have been jailed if he was a member of the NDC." And that is coming from the Honorable Oku Jeto Ablakwa. Ofurata would have been jailed if he was the member of the opposition NDC. And this is where um, let's do a few things from um, from. Um, uh, plus media Ghana and uh, Elio Max details why he bought Twitter and that's also on plus media Ghana uh, you are a hypocrite if you say you don't if you're a hypocrite you're a hypocrite if you think childbirth is not a problem and that is coming from Dinah Hamilton Dinah Hamilton uh, she has experience on childlessness for a period after she got married and that's also on the entertainment front so this is where we bring uh, this is where we end the online review segment. Let's do let's listen to this song when we come back. We will speak to our guest live on the show. Uh let's 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 do this song from EO. It's it's one of my favorite uh one of my favorite songs. Let's let's listen to EO. GH Plus Radio Plus Radio It's EL baby Young Lummy Don Lummy Lummy LeBron Lummy Lucci. It's whatever. Before I talk about sunset, check it out. Sometimes I can't believe my mama bought me for this funny country. Sometimes I look around like, hold up, Charlie, what they happen? Make Plus I talk my own, I know say only coffee judge me. I know we all be family, but Charlie should not be funny. Ready the payroll or full up, wahala for salary. You the hustle for labari, minister the pop bakari, Range Rover Maserati. Two girls polygami, now more bad money, me. Government say so me a me. A fan DM the other day say he won't talk me something. Say make I keep him on the low, so I no go up in handle. Either in small brothers, they way he get job, but sadly, nothing give him. He pay the rent with all the money by me. If you feel Send me something small for food, love me, oh why me Make I go see how much I then gonna Allah wallahi It's kinda funny cause I love my Ghana But my party sometimes I they feel like too much wahala day for this country This country Together we for stand up for this country Like Kwame Nkrumah them fight for independence for this country This country So much gold and resources for this country So why more than Western the Chinese they profit for this country This country When our own people where they rob this country Make visa free You go see people where go come out this country You graduate Plus your certificates from Poly Daddy. One year past, still unemployed. I been there on your mommy. See the kiddies start to use them my mind because they won't get money. They know say if them slack economy, go chop them doggy. You get your education, but you still they run your body quite obaye kempinski. Alo she talk e me. Sometimes I wish say I feel take the boys or walk embassy. Belay them my eye to all the beauty way this world they carry. Bring them back to Ghana, to the place we all they love and proudly your eye clear finally to the way where you depop this country. All from the area boy. Squashing, Twitter follower shading The one you used to call your brother hating Officer for the Togo border paying The mobile network breaking Against the dollar city depreciating University student demonstrating
frustrating Tempers escalating Government politician delegating Ayawa so voter intimidating Ballot box misplacing Election results recalculating The doom so and low shedding frustrating Fewer price inflating Slay queen but also augmentating The false prophets fake evangelating Trauma medicating No more COVID-19 vaccinating So so who be the best rapper debating Beach defecating DJ presenter Payola taking To the rainy season devastating Will it trot trot waiting God I love Ghana Chale I'm just saying Damn Sometimes I can't believe it man I know say I know say nowhere cool man I've been around you know what I'm saying but come on, come on. Plus radio Plus we all gotta do better you know we have to Yeah 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 I know I know I know I know if you sit here they complain all day I have to go out there only in the, 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 the background the song for EO and because this one this country this country this country uh this country yo hmm, i hear <laughs> so um let's get it let's get in and have a conversation right and uh today we we if you just joined us um we we want to we want to talk about um, something really really important something really really going on and we want to want to add two cents our two cents to it and uh, first one is um the hikes in fuel prices and, and other commodities as well because um it's something that we really have to talk about uh there's a video post uh there's there's a video um circulating in the social media where <laughs> uh oil oil today today you can't you, you literally can't predict how much you can buy in oil today even when i live in home you don't you can't predict how much you're going to spend on transportation because it's something that um we've come to to, to live with either either we've come to live with or it has come to stay with us we will have a conversation on that one we want to talk about uh, the hikes and in, in all these prices what's really going on the transportation fees increments in, 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 in uh, a whole lot of things we'll talk about that one and also um majority 80 mps from the majority side majority of the divide that's 80 out of 137 uh 80 out of 137 have said that look even though we know um the honorable minister is on the side of our party we we, we think it's better or it would serve it would serve us right at least in our in our run to in our run to 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 get power again it will serve us right so i think he they thought um the president should let the finance minister step aside or fire him we'll talk about that one so and also later later this weekend the president of the land uh, the father of the land would be speaking on the economy he's speaking on the economy our former father uh our former father or the, our ex-father uh spoke about the economy yesterday uh he told a lot of uh good things if, if, if i should good things uh, he's, t- he's tackled a whole lot of things if, if you're looking at it from the neutral perspective uh later later within the weekend um, our father is also going to speak to us what are some of the, the expectations uh what are some of the things you you think um, our, our father should address <laughs> our father should address so uh, bring it on bring it on we would like to read and have your comments zero five nine eight zero five nine eight five nine nine five six two um we bring it when you bring it we read it and of course we share your views with the rest of 
the world so let us hear from you right we would love to hear from you and uh yes we love to hear from you so let us let us in thank you for letting us into your homes we would love to hear from you so let us roll um today we'll be speaking to you uh of course uh our guest as our guest is also yes already the host but uh, we sp- uh, today he will be our guest we'll be speaking to him and also we'll be speaking to um a popular voice on this show we'll be speaking to uh, mr hamza sharif also on the show this evening um what what's your view what is your view uh <laughs> a few comments have already started coming in uh you can also share yours with us zero five nine eight two nine nine five six two zero five um nine eight two nine nine five six two and of course um we will do justice to them we will, we will share your views with the rest of the world what what are our expectations when when our father gets the chance or father and our father takes the stage to speak to us later this weekend what's what is the one thing what is the one thing uh, you want him to, to to address what is the one thing you want him to address share with us you would also share with the rest of the world Sometimes I can't believe my mama bought me for this funny country Sometimes I look around like, hold up Charlie, what they happen? Make her talk my own, I know say only coffee judge me I know we all be family, but Charlie should not be funny Ready the payroll or full up, wahala for salary You the hustle for labari, minister the pop bakari Range Rover Maserati, two girls polygamy Namo bamo mi ehami, government say so me ehami If I DM the other day say he won't talk me something Say make I keep him on the low, so I no go yob in handle Either in small bro, they stay where he get job But sadly, nothing give him, he pay the rent with all the money by me If you feel send me something small for food, love me, oh why me Make I go see how much I then Ghana, Allah wallahi It's kinda funny cause I love my Ghana, but my body Sometimes I they feel like too much wahala day for this country This country, together we for stand up for this country Like Kwame Nkrumah them fight for independence for this country This country, so much gold and resources for this country So why more than West There's a line in this song I really really like there's a line in this song i really really like it talks about how we ha- we all have to stand out and, and and speak about this country because whether we like it or not this is where whether whether you are here or not whether you are here at the moment feeling the heat with us or you are outside uh it's, it's about time we all stood up and then uh, stood for the right thing i guess stood for the right thing uh, i've got i've got uh, mr emmanuel koku from porn on the line and uh everyone, you, you, let's let's have a conversation boss good evening and um a very warm um uh, greetings and regards to listeners of flash radio especially listeners of my ghana mm, mm, mm. all right uh once again good evening and then uh, welcome <laughs> today you're on the other side I, I i i get to sit in this in this city and uh, <laughs> uh it's, yeah. it's, it's something else but then um uh quickly let's let's get in let's get into the conversation because uh we we you can give us the whole day and we can we will still talk about this i want us to start from um, now i mean this evening just this evening before before i enter the studios i i went to a shop to buy something and uh from the look of the item i bought you 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 can see that the thing has been there for a very long time i mean i live in you know dust and all these things around it 
but then the price of the item is has has skyrocketed let's 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 talk about um the 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 increase in commodities commodities uh in ghana in ghana is it is it is it really uh, a reflection of what is happening with the with, with, their, with their currency with with fools or is just people just doing their own thing because the 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 feel is the right thing to do all right sir. good evening once again to um listeners of last radio and then listeners of my Ghana. so we're talking about the price of um commodities like you put it and mm-hmm. um, we can take it in two folds the first part of it is that and in my own estimation it could be attributed to well maybe the fuel prices hikes in fuel prices and then maybe the um the depreciation of the currency mm-hmm. so it could it could reduce two factors why could it be the um as a result of the um, hikes in fuel prices fine some of the commodities are coming from very far places the tekimans the and northern parts of the country and if um the fuel prices are are, are, are rising or if the fuel prices are very high uh, automatically it is going to have effect on um, um on, on those who go out to buy the things it may affect them it's going to have effect on them and it's going to affect their money so they are forced to maybe add or also increase the prices of the um, commodities that they import or they work on mm-hmm. so that could also be a factor okay now we also look at the depreciation of the currency it is also in my own estimation a factor because once the cd or the currency the local currency has lost its value let's um mind ourselves or let, let um, let's remember ourselves that most of the things that we consume here in this country are imported okay even toothpaste toothbrush and even this um is it toothpick or what have mm-hmm. you all Pick, of these yeah. things are imported okay so if the importer is going for such goods and then the value of the local currency is, is not so well uh, not so strong definitely it's going to have a um, gross effect so um, a very huge effect on the on the on the prices of of the goods and set of the goods or of the commodities that they import and with these importations a whole lot of things go on at the harbor the agents will also take their money glory be to god that we have this paper life system okay and then the clearing agents most of them are out of the system now but there are a few exceptions some are still there the custom exercise and preventive services they are also taking their money the benchmark value and then um the, the the import duties and what have you they are all held at the time so if they are going through all these things um it's going to affect the local price or the price in the local market mm-hmm. but notwithstanding these things the hikes in fuel prices the depreciation of the local currency but honestly i think that the attitude of the ordinary Ghanaian is also something which is questionable Okay. it's already so i don't use some words mm-hmm. the ghanian is wicked i've said this over there on my Ghana. the ghanian the ordinary ghanian is selfish that's one mm-hmm. the ordinary ghanian is wicked the ordinary ghanian 
doesn't think about his brother or sister who is also a Ghanaian. Okay. About a week ago, yes, about a week ago, last week, was it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, we heard that the price of gallon, one gallon of oil, vital, has skyrocketed to about thousand, maybe thousand and ten cities or so. Mm-hmm, At mm-hmm. some markets, it was being sold at about thousand two hundred cities. Something which was sold previously was sold at about six hundred or four hundred cities. Now we can have about hundred percent, two hundred percent increments. Mm-hmm. What was the reason? What were the reasons? What were the factors? And then, um, I think on Wednesday or Tuesday, we heard that there are some sugars going about in various local markets. They are asking you if um, you are selling it at, at that particular price, that's 1,000, 1,200, they ask you to reduce the price. So it means that, fine, some of these things could be attributed to the fuel price and the depreciation of the local currency. Mm-hmm. But then the attitude of the local local people, the traders, is also something which is not to be written home about. That is one. Now the second one is yes, now the second one is that we have people who go through a whole lot of things. There was this video on Twitter, on TikTok, that somebody went to the market to ask for the price of these goods and services. These commodities that we um, talk about or um, sell on the local market. Okay. And you could tell the price of it. Uh-huh. So I don't know whether people want to sabotage the system. Please, I'm not doing the bidding of any political party. Uh-huh. But me, I think that somebody is doing the bidding of, well, or somebody also wants to sabotage the system. Let's sabotage the system. Fine, Ghana is hard times, are hard. We are not in normal times. But if we are not in normal times, this is when we need to come together as, well, as a nation, as one group of people. So that we can fight all this together. The politicians could be blamed. The politician must take their portion of the blame. The president, his ministers, and everything. I'm sure we shall come to that. Okay. The president is going to address the state on, on, on Sunday. So I'm sure we shall come to that. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me, boss, the fuel prices, hiking fuel prices, the depreciation of the local currency, fine could be some of the reasons why prices of goods and services are skyrocketing. Um, but the attitude of us, the attitude of us. Now to the politician. I think people are taking advantage of us. But you know that now the politician is afraid of the military. I don't know if you've heard some videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now about about some days ago, five days ago, the president was saying that the military should be loyal to the constitution, constitution. Mm-hmm. of the state. Mm-hmm. Now just yesterday, the former president it's also saying that he sides with the president and that the military should be loyal to the constitution and the state. You know, when I heard those two remarks, or when I read those two remarks, one thing just came up to mind. And the thing is that now they are afraid if the constitution is overthrown, it means that we don't have any ex-president, we don't have any former president, we don't have any incumbent city president, members of parliament, MMDs, ministers, they are all going home. Now nobody... There is not going to be S. Gracia. There is not going to be honorarium. Yeah, there is not going to be anything. So they are thinking about that. It's not as though they are just pleading with us for the life of the ordinary Ghanaian. No. But they are thinking about themselves first. Because if there is no constitution, what shows that you are president? So now they are pleading with the military because they are sure and they are afraid that if the military strikes, a whole lot of things 
will end up. So if you ask me, fine, fuel prices, the depreciation of a CD could be a factor, but the politician is also not helping us. Because if the president, with all of these going through, but you still go about with about 15, 20 vehicles in a convoy, mm -hmm. and then your ministers have come to see you that, okay, Mr. President, do this, do that, let's do this, let's do that, and kind of funny. Because we will get there, I don't just go get into the details of it. But the attitude of the ordinary Ghanaian force is something that must be looked at. We are killing ourselves as a country, and the, the passion that we love or we had for ourselves as Ghanaians. It's all boy, I Thank you, man. Mm, interesting. <laughs> uh, we've actually, we've actually gone in. But then, um, before we move on to the next one, and very soon we'll be having um, Hamza on, 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 on the line, uh, okay. also together with you. Um, before we move on to it, can we also blame the fact that uh, we have a free market system, free trade system, where um, everybody sells based on how based on his or her experiences with a supplier can we also say that uh ghana having a, a free trade system should probably maybe the free trade system should be abolished so sure. for instance so uh, when i say free trade system what i mean is that the reason why um some products or some people people who select or people who advertise somewhere cannot see uh, the price of the thing on radio or when they advertising because you have a free trade system so one thing madam a can buy can sell at say one cd 10 pesos madam b selling the same thing maybe because she is uh, at east legon is selling it for one cd 40 pesos can we say that ghana employing the free trade system is something that has really hunted us uh, hunted our development as, as a country yeah, well, um, we can, we can, just to a greater extent, we can. But before I come to that, the free trade system, mm -hmm. let me let us also look at it in this way. Okay. Now, you you market, you market. If if we are going to have, let me take it this way: if you are going to have a free trading system, as in a free marketing system in this country, mm -hmm. now let's look at some of these things: the advertising companies, the production companies, and all these things will come in. Okay. Now they have to, or they have to factor everything that they do. Now I heard, this is unconfirmed, it's alleged mm -hmm. that when you play an uh, an advert on a major TV network, I think I will tell you all there. It's about for one minute. It's mm -hmm. about twenty-five thousand Ghana. Okay. Mm -hmm. Twenty-five thousand. Some pay um, uh, ten thousand Ghana cities mm -hmm. monthly. For the adverts that they are being played, adverts that are played in various media. Now look at all these things. Okay. And it's not like we have only one advertising company or one media medium mm -hmm. here in this country. We have a lot. And now because of this NCA issue that initially it was ninety kilometers range, now it's forty five kilometers I should say. Mm -hmm. So the radio stations and the T V stations are becoming more and more and more. All of these things also would have to come to play. But nonetheless, the free marketing system or the free trading system is also a factor. Because no, who checks whom? Mm -hmm. Who checks what comes onto our market? Who checks what goes out of our market? That is also something that you're saying that we need to also look at. There shouldn't be a free trading system. Now, there is people in um, Brangyam from Kichiman, 
Kentampo, Yeji in Kranza. But they all have their way of selling and they all have the amount of selling, the amount that they sell with the prices that they sell their goods. People bring um people bring tomatoes and what have you from Akumadan area uh, from the northern part of the country. It was alleged that even the Kina Faso imports tomatoes and what have you. Now I've turned upon the document that is saying that it's not true. That is up to them. So the free trading system is also something that we have to look at. That if it will be regulated, let's have a regulation. If you sell something or if you buy something at this price, the buying price is this. Now the selling price must be this. I think it's also going to help. But because of these factors, the media has or the advertising company, the, the transportation fares or the fees that um, producers or importers go to get their things and what have you, it's going to be quite difficult. But even if we adopt this free trade, uh, this um, regulated trading system in this country, which of our leaders is going to be committed to this? The MMBC, the local government, are they going to be committed to this? The system is also going to be sabotaged. So it, it will still come back to square one. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I don't know if I can keep in this. Um, oh, go ahead. I don't know if the CD, the CD depreciation issue. Uh, uh, um, before, before we come to the CD depreciation, <coughs> today I want sorry. us to go to, uh, I want us to go like uh, in steps uh, and uh, still on before we come to the CD depreciation, I know it's it's something you really want to talk about, but uh, I want us to finally I want to touch on this um, on on our online portal review segment. I think even even before that, people are saying that if if you are if you are a member of my house, my house, uh, one thing that's on the lips of every member of my household is that the CD is uh, our economy is is it's like this because. Uh, of what you said, uh, many things that are being imported into the country, which of course makes a lot of sense. But I want to, I want to, I want to ask the question that, fine, even though, uh, because I don't believe that uh, China produces everything in, in in China. I believe yeah. that one 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 way or another, they might have imported things because I know for sure, iPhone is assembled in California. I mean it's. Is that in China and I mean it goes to California and goes to all its routes and everything. But then can we continue to blame the fact that we import so many things? Because this is a country that from the look of things, it looks as if production in this in this country really is going to take us about I'm not a prophet of doom, but it's probably going to take us about hundred years to produce mm-hmm. a whole lot of things that would really match even not even bypass but match the standard of the things we import. So are we continue will we continue to use the fact that we import a lot of things into this country as a yastic for our fallen economy? Hmm. You're talking about the importation of mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. We are gonna do this. I mean, we are talking about this today. Somebody will import something tomorrow. I mean and the day after. So till so one, to so what point can we stop using that as an excuse? Because yes, it's a major a major problem but what are we doing to solve the problem without stopping the importation because whether you like it or not people prefer things made there this man was sorry his excellency president Kufad was running for office in 2016 lead up to the 2016 election he was saying that we are going to move from taxation to production 
So now the question is, because the question is where where lies the production? Okay. Where is the production? Because the production was going to reduce the taxation or the import, the importation of so many things, so that at least the city will have its strength. Now we don't have the tax, the, the production. Fine. One D one F is working. Or fine. We have some companies that or factories that have started operating. Mm-hmm. But what is the commitment level over there? Okay. Near rhetorics. Let's say something to woo the the mind or to woo them as voters or as electric so that they give us the power. Mm-hmm. That is what I think happened. But even we are committed, no, nobody has time. There is a saying that nobody has enough time. Mm-hmm. But we make time to do things. We make time out of ourselves to do things. Now, if we really wanted to talk about production, or if we really wanted to focus on production as a country, okay. we should what have or we should have had that commitment level. The president, his government, the cabinet, and everything, the minister of food and agriculture, they were all to have that commitment level. But it's as though because it's a political thing, it was a manifesto. It was in their manifesto. One D, one F. Okay, now let's do something. But how feasible, how sustainable are these factories? The Commandashia factory, the Swan factory, whatever factory, the Equidus and what have you, the Confidus factory and what have you. How sustainable is it? What kind of feasibility studies did they, did they do that, okay, assure them, give them the assurance that come what may however it is, this production thing that we are talking about or we are focusing on will be sustainable. Okay. But we did not sustain this or the focus was a myopic one. The, we looked at it in a very myopic way. We didn't have any foresight. I don't know what plan they, they, they had. Well, because they said that we are in a hurry to develop Ghana, we are in a hurry to change Ghana. So <laughs> let's quickly do something so that at least the people will say that um, we are also doing something. So before we can well, maybe limit or minimize this rate of importation to save us save ourselves or to save the city or um, and, and the people or the local people we need to focus more on production we need to focus more on production now if you can you can it is very sad that when <coughs> excuse me when some of the farmers the cool farmers and what have you the peasant farmers will finish this their season they will the, the end of the season they will have their harvest and then people will not even get the time, not only the time, but the way and the need to even bring their produce to the market, bring their products to the market. Mm-hmm. So a whole lot of things, the road networks in this country, the feeder roads are the same. The feeder roads, the, 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 the minor roads in this country, all of these things are also something that we have to look at. So production-wise, production-wise, if we want to, if we want to limit or minimize the risk of importation, I think we need to focus more on production. Other than that, like you said earlier, it will take us about 100 years. Maybe I'll add 30 years to 130 years before we can even stop all these things. Because China imports, America imports, all the developed countries import. So we cannot stop importation on the whole, but at least we reduce it and some of the things that we can produce in this country, mm-hmm. the tomatoes, the onions, the water beans, we can 
produce them? What happened to the planting for food and jobs? Was it a mere political talk? We are, we are planting, we are, we are doing this planting for food and jobs, wearing for um, food and jobs and what have you. Yet, you go to the abattoir to get meat, and you don't take care, you just come back home with your money. What happened to the planting for food and jobs? Uh, what happened to the planting for food and jobs? Hamza as well, Hamza, good evening and welcome to uh, Mangana. Hello. Hello, Hamza, can yeah. you, if you can hear us, good evening and welcome to Mangana. Good evening, my brother. It's been a while. Oh, of course, of Hi. course. I'm doing well. Please, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Apart from, you know, uh, the problem that is the seven African <laughs> which has to do <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, at least we are gathered here to 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 share our views on it. And um, Madiba is also on the line, and uh, we we are talking about um, a few things, a few things. <laughs> we can only talk about a few ones. But then Hamza, since you joined mm-hmm. us, uh, let me start from yeah. you, if if that's okay. Uh, yesterday we had the the, the former president um, share his views on a few things. I. I, I was so mm-hmm. privileged to watch uh, him live uh, the entire, throughout the entire, uh, entire period yeah. where he, he had the speech. And uh, one thing he said that uh, really, I had, I literally wrote it down, and he said that uh, um, the president uh, has to reconstitute the economic management team and lead it. Uh, okay. Before we get into these conversations, I want to, I want to ask, do you think it's, it's really, that is something that's, uh, is feasible and it's something that is really important something that we really have to do before uh, a, 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 any other thing else yeah okay so my brother unlike probably the position of president mm-hmm. the economic management is unconstitutional okay it's just a creation of government so it has to do with uh, a president putting together a team that would uh, manage the macro and micro you know figures of our economy to make sure that things are going on well for the ordinary system so uh, it's not something that is undoable it is something that you can do but as to whether the president has the political will to do that that is what i don't know because uh it's even recently that um, the vice president cannot has always been made the head of the economic management team. Mm-hmm. It's not something that is cast in stone. That shows that as vice president, you must be the head of the economic management team. You understand? Okay. So what is constitutional is that the vice president is the, what do you call it, the head of the police council that we know, and that is that the constitution ties to the vice president. Mm-hmm. For the head of the economic management no. And if you are a coach, and your team is not performing. What do you do? You have to make some changes to that particular team. Mm-hmm. If you are adamant about making changes to it, um, the result is showing that uh, things are not going on well. Then it means in the people that you are ruling seriously. That is what I, I, I would say with regards to that. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the economic economic management team. Okay. Um. Now I was uh I was speaking to um, and someone has sent sent a question directly for you. But then I uh, will talk about that. We we'll talk yeah. about the person's question uh, later. But then um I, I, I just finished speaking to to Madiba. Madiba who is on, who also happens to be on the line. Uh, Madiba say hello. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Madiba. How are you doing, my brother? <laughs> yeah. Sir, I'm I'm doing so well. And so, 
we are we are on the hot seat this, this, this. yeah of course uh, I, I was talking about um uh, today when you go to the market you can be sure yeah. that when you have three shops you can have at mm-hmm. least two different prices for the same item mm-hmm. and i want to find out what is really happening is it a, is it is it because one thing i know in ghana is that we have a free trade system where that's why yeah. someone can pick a cup and uh, i mean the the watch seller can give you three three full spoons and tell you it's 10 cities because according to her own i mean estimation that's that's supposed to be qualified for 10 cities whilst people have their mm-hmm. own kilo system and everything but then is it because we have a free trade system is the free trade system really killing us shouldn't there be anything done with this whole free trade system yeah so so the point is um if, if we want to analyze this then we should be looking at what other system is far better than the free trade system okay. would we want a system where there are market controls on prices and those things i doubt we would want that and i think um uh, ever since the 80s after we went through our famine and everything mm-hmm. that is what the world bank has always ascribed to developing nations this free trade system that we are well, uh, we have ascribed ourselves to and we've been practicing for some time now. Mm-hmm. The problem has to do with the economic fundamentals. You know, when something is about to fall or if something has fallen, everyone begins to take advantage of it. Right now, if you go to the market, what the woman will tell you is that uh, what they are using to buy the product, okay, at this particular point, if they are coming and their currency is depreciating, by the time they go back to buy it again to come and sell, most of their capital is gone due okay. to currency fluctuations and the rest. Mm-hmm. You understand? So that is the main point. If we're able to get an economic fundamentals trade, then some of these things would not be happening because if you are to put exorbitant prices on your goods, nobody is going to buy them. Okay. But in this case, it's kind of justifiable. And if Madam A is seeing that Madam B is making this amount of profit, definitely the person who wants to to make that amount of profit. But let me set an example. If you put goods into this country at, let's say, 10 Ghana cities, okay, mm-hmm. and then in the course of a week, I can't, uh, that was last week, Thursday, I went to the office with a dollar in 13 Ghana cities. One dollar to 13 Ghana cities. I closed from the office and the dollar was one dollar to 15 Ghana cities. This is unthinkable. You understand? So if you had imported goods to this country at, let's say, 10 Ghana cities, and then you are selling it, you've kept your profit margin and everything on it, and you are selling it for 12 dollars. What that means is that when you are going back to buy the same quantity of goods that you imported into this country, you would need to either borrow or find money from somewhere else to be able to buy exactly that same quantity. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the, the only way to survive this is to make sure that you are already billing um, the people the profit of what you are yet to import. You get mm-hmm. so if we are able to, to, to relax and get the dollar under control and, and all these things, then the market will respond accordingly. But until that is done, it will be very, very difficult to kind of blame market. There are some cases that are, um, let me say, special in the case of things being produced in this country that has virtually nothing to do with exchange rate depreciation. You get it, okay. but it also has everything to do with four prices. So I saw a video of a gentleman talking about plantain and whether the plantain is imported and why it's expensive and, and all that. But you have to also be able to appreciate the fact that we are importing this plant, we are getting this plantain 
from the rural communities and bringing it into the cities to sell. Mm -hmm. Your four prices right now, <laughs> a liter is more than 15 Ghana cities. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So all these things are also playing a role in the build up of these prices that we are witnessing. So okay. we need some some action. We need some kind of results, not just talks as usual, but some results that we can identify to with regards to our economic challenges. And if that is done, I believe the markets will respond accordingly. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, we, 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 I mean, briefly, we touched about um, the, the 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 CD depreciation and. Um, let me start let me you just said but let me let me still come to you the, the president uh, said uh, something and i think it's, it's worth talking about where he said uh the the, the black market's involvement in forex price determination is unacceptable uh black market is something i mean i, I had a stint in, in in south africa for some time and in even in south africa you know there are black markets i mean in, i mean virtually in every country there are black markets is it really can can we really blame the black market uh, in, in 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 all of these this canker that has come to us yeah so look let me practically you can go to the bank um get dollars and people from the bank will direct you to some fund mm. <laughs> within the black market please mm -hmm. look sometimes i say when politicians and some of these high civil servants are talking to us they talk to us like we live in a different Ghana and the reality that we are facing is different from the reality that they face for on, on, on a daily basis. Okay. But the truth of the matter is, black market don't just come out of nowhere. It is a creation of humans. Uh -huh. Who gives the dollars to the black market? Who is responsible for curtailing their activities? Who is monitoring? Because these people don't hide. They, they are not engaged in some clandestine um, kind of cocaine business or something that we don't we don't know about. Mm -hmm. Get to every market and there will be an aboji somewhere willing to sell dollars to you. Of course, yeah. Do you understand? But this is the reality that we face. You see, policemen, military men, some of them even go to them to take these dollars. Mm -hmm. So we know what the the problem is, and you have the mandate to be able to implement rules, to be able to give commands, and every other person would respond. Okay. So why come complain like? Um, you and I that have no authority to direct any policeman to stop the activities of the black market. Hmm. No? <laughs> so, these are all things. What is the Bank of Ghana rules? What, what laws are there? Where do these people get the dollars from? Is it the US Fed that gives them the dollars? Mm -hmm. How is dollars brought into this country? Dollars are brought when we start a loan, when we sell our produce and all these things. They bring the dollars to the Bank of Ghana and the Bank of give any other person that was the beneficiary of that money the city equivalent of that money mm -hmm. the bank of ghana now gives that dollars to banks to be able to trade daily basis so if ordinary people are having these dollars right outside is it not um i, I, I don't want to very harsh words but is it not like you not uh, i don't want to say you're responsible but is it not you that's right away from your responsibility if you are coming to tell us that the black market is contributing to this particular thing. Because you have every power of the activities of the black market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so it's trouble for him to even come and look at that in the face and make this particular comment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <You> know, <laughs> uh, we come and talk that, about that, uh -huh. it. Your way. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
interesting. We come and talk about um, this this uh, um, this popular popular motion uh, driven by 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 the NP uh, by the NPP and NPC. And um, I, I would like to go to Madiba for for a short while. Madiba, um, we for the first time for the first time I don't know, but I don't know if, I don't know about other other uh, other terms or other 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 happenings. But for the first time, I'm seeing a whooping eighty people, eighty MPs. Not going against the other side, but members from their own divide. We we we, we saw we saw a motion filed by filed by eighty MPP um, MPs, members of parliament, saying that it's now time that one of their own, that's the minister for finance and economic planning, that's the honourable Ken of Riata, it's about time either he gets sacked or he steps down. Did, did it come as a shock to you? If it came as a shock to you, do you think? I mean, just time. Is it is it really the right time? Two years to elections. Uh, is it really the right time? All right. Um, thank you very much once again. Um, so with this um general kind of reata issue, mm-hmm. and over eighty NPP MPs are giving ultimatum to the president that you sack him or he resigns. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you will not do any government business in the house. I was surprised. Honestly, I should say I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm sure the MPs are learning their lessons from what happened to them in 2020 elections, okay. because they were having the majority side of about 169 mm-hmm. to 100 and I think 106 or so. Yes, 169 to 106. Okay. And what happened in 2020? It became a hung parliament. Mm-hmm. So they are taking their lessons or they are le- learning their lessons from what happened to them in 2020. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't want a situation whereby they will go back to their various constituencies and then their people will be hooting at them just as it happened to the Honorable H.A. Van It happened to some of the um, MPs. So that their people will be hooting at them and then um, they wouldn't feel comfortable going to their constituency. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take care, looking at the kind of wrath uh, um, on Ghanaians, so that Ghanaians are in now, the anger, the the the, 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 the suffering, the struggles that Ghanaians are going through. If they don't act swiftly, um, it's going to cause problems for them. They will end up even losing their seats and then generally losing the 2024 December general elections. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was just by the way. The other instance is that they've realized that the untouchable gem in government, the Honorable Ken of Uriata, mm-hmm. because of his relations with the president, whatever or whenever they go for EMT, I mean the economic management mm-hmm. team meeting, mm-hmm. because he is a finance finance minister, he says that he is the finance minister they should allow him to do what he wants to do as a finance minister. Okay. They do not opi- he doesn't listen to them. You know, some of the MPs or some of the ministers are on the economic management team. So definitely, the, 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 I'm sure they were set up. And the president was also not ready to act, act or to, to, to relieve him of his duty. And their anger, I'm sure, came out of the interview the president granted to one of the um, um, sister stations upon his visit to one of the regions in, in Ghana here. So all these and more called for the need of the members of parliament to act. Okay. Well, if they don't do that, they will go in a long way, at a long run, to help them. Sorry, to 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 
to help them going into their elections. So I'm sure fine, I was, I was surprised, like I said earlier, I was so, 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 so much surprised. It was the first of its kind that AG MPs will call for the sack or resignation of the finance minister and the minister of state at the Ministry of Finance. It, it, it's something that um, it, should, it should be a notice to them. Hmm. It should be a lesson to them. And it has, I'm sure it has been a lesson to the president. That if he dare, if he dares do something that the people wouldn't like, now he's saying that they should. Um, he had pleaded with them that they should allow the finance minister to complete the negotiations with the IMF. Mm -hmm. But let me ask this question: We are not saying that something should happen. We are not saying Ken is going to. What if Ken says that okay, I've resigned? Mm -hmm. Is he still going to continue with his, with the <laughs> negotiations with the IMF? Ken is not feeling so well. What if he says that, okay, I cannot continue? So something happens, fine, the inevitable. When What about if the inevitable happens? I'm sure if I say inevitable, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you get me right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, if the inevitable happens, do we see that Ken is not around, Ken is no more? So we can't wait or we can't get people to continue the negotiations with an um, IMF. No, what the president is saying, I'm sure he's been thinking 20. Because he feels that come what may, um, since January 2025, he's not going to be the president again. So he feels that I don't mind no matter what you say. But fine, he started well. I'm sure all of us are tested up, but he started well. But if he doesn't take care, he's going to be the worst president Ghana has ever had since 1992. Mm. Looking at how things are going. Oh, yes. Looking at how things are going. If he doesn't take care, he started well, but the, the, the end. They still always justify the means. So he should he should he should be bold and come out with things that will help save save the economy and save the country from this mess. Okay. Um he should be bold and bring out bring out something that will save us from this mess. Madiba um Hamza, let me come to you from just just where just where Madiba ended. And the president has called for a few days, um three weeks, uh for the minister of state or the minister of finance minister to complete the negotiations with the IMF, and then yeah. um, one one key figure uh, when it comes to economics in uh, the economy of Ghana is Kwame Mpianim, and uh, mm -hmm. Kwame Mpianim has been speaking and he's saying that even with the three weeks you've requested for um, the honourable minister to still be opposed to at least complete the negotiations, as far as he is mm -hmm. concerned. IMF, even with him in charge, the things are not going well. Mm -hmm. You side with him. Do you think uh, him being there would bring out any difference? Even though he's been there, the IMF negotiates. I mean, we, when we started talking about about I ruling ourselves into IMF, it's been it's been what it's been months. We are still not there yet. So, do you think him being there would do any difference? <laughs> so, look, you don't have to be the variable community. We know that it's, it's, it's a, there's nothing to this actually because the point is IMF and budget is are not a one man agenda. Trust me, it, it, it's very possible that the minister may not even have any input into the budget much um, until probably a week before its presentation or something. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of technical people at the Ministry of Finance very knowledgeable people that uh, would have to analyze this data, come up with everything that IMF would need, okay. you understand. And even there are people that are 
come out with a school of thought that the reason we are delaying in getting a program is because of the finance minister, okay. the credibility. Credibility in international um, kind of relations and some of these dialogues are very important. Mm -hmm. So if you have come out to say that you don't subscribe to Ghana going for an IMF program, and then of a sudden you are the one leading the negotiations for this particular IMF program, it says a lot about you. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So if, if he, uh, uh, there are certain words that are always very heavy that I don't like using. But in terms of morals, somebody would have said that, look, this is not my position, so I am I am resigning from the position. Okay. But to the extent that he did not do that, it is the duty of the president to make sure that that is done. Because, look, whether we like it or not, we didn't vote for Keno for Yata. Mm -hmm. We voted for Nana Dodanko Akufuadu. Mm -hmm. So, and Nana Dodanko Akufuadu and Kofuriata alone cannot be more smart or intelligent than the thousands of Ghanaians that are demanding that Oforiaka should go. Mm -hmm. And the point is, look, personally, I don't believe just by sucking ten is going to bring anything positive as far as the economy is concerned. Okay. But it is a message. And the market would respond to this particular message that, look, this is a government that is serious about resolving this issue and they are going to do everything that is in their power to make sure that it is done. Mm -hmm. You understand? So some of these little little things would would be very well appreciated. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, would be very well appreciated. Mm, yeah. Even what you said, um IMF uh, I think last week said Ghana's debt to GDP ratio is 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 due to hit ninety point seven percent. Do you think um, IMF is, is seeing Ghana as hiding something because this is not the first statement they earlier on brought out a statement to say that for looking at the the, the, the uh, inflation in Ghana is according to them I mean according to them even it's more locally driven than the Russia UK uh, the Russia Ukraine war we we, 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 we are using as uh, as an excuse do you think IMF I want to pick your brain on this one do you think IMF is really seeing Ghana as hiding something or Ghana not fit for it what 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 is the delay what is it about no but it was just a matter of that I can't I, I can't count the number of times we've talked about Ghana's ballooning debt situation it was just a matter of time before we get to um, probably the Russian Ukraine war and then um, COVID kind of contributed to it. But mm -hmm. this is very well self-inflicted. Because if you are borrowing to do anything, if there's any pro problem, you keep borrowing to solve that particular problem. It's just a matter of time before you become a, a debt distressed country. Okay. You know, and Adongo, for instance, the honorable member for Bogatenga Central also mm -hmm. has always been on this particular issue. The numerous Ghanaians, Bright Seymour, other people that have spoken about this particular issue. So sometimes a, a lot of us want to pretend that we didn't see this one coming and it's, it's, um, all of a sudden something that came. But people kept calling out the finance minister for his taste of borrowing. And this was some that was benefiting from every borrowing that, that was coming into this country. He and his deputy. You know, so we want to have you ask a question to Madiba about the 80 MPs. I'm not, I don't see them to be heroes, I see them to be hypocrites. Okay, they abated these things when it was happening, they supported it, they went to parliament and voted in approval of these laws. Of course, so if it comes now 
and you feel that it's not in the interest of your party, why now can you take this hypocritical stance that you are going against this and the president should move to you know, Korea and something like that? No. You know, I don't I don't think it's done with good faith, to be frank. So you believe you believe they're just they're just trying to fight for themselves and at least pay themselves as as good people in front of their constituents. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. So finally, let's 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 talk about um. Let's do let's do a final a final um. And on, God willing, on on the thirtieth of this month, which is two two days out two days away. Yeah. I mean a day and a few a few hours away. The the father of, of the country, that's the the, the His Excellency Nanado Dankwa to be addressing the nation on, on the economy. I mean we had the ex president doing his yesterday very, really fantastic speech. Um we are looking forward to the president also giving us something similar or maybe something better. But then then again the question is what are your expectations for I mean for the speech? What are some of the things we are expecting him to if not, uh, I mean, inspire us at least to, to put our, our, our minds to rest. What are some of the things you are looking forward forward to, to, to the president saying? <laughs> so, look, I'm a constant uh, watcher of this guy, Johnny's bite. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tell mm-hmm. you that in so now, what I see in particular has been talking about the president to address the nation. Okay. A lot of war meaning can put the calls on the president to address the nation, mm-hmm. you know. But better late than never, he's doing it this particular Sunday. Looking forward to it. I'm hoping that for the first in a very long time, leadership would come and it wouldn't, it wouldn't just be about words, but that those words be backed by some dramatic act that we, you know. We, we want to see that this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing to get Ghanaians out of this particular economic mess that they are in. And the following day, which is the Sunday, those things that the president has talked about should be able to reflect on the ground. Okay. Some of them are very simple and easy to do. Are you cutting down the number of meetings that you have? Are you cutting down on the number of cars you take to regions when you go for a visiting tour or something like that? Are you cutting down the size of government in general? There are lots of people that uh, currently are uh, in the presidency. And what they do is to sit there every day and insult people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the taxpayers' money to pay these people. So all these things are, are stuff that um, I would expect tactically that the president should come and talk about. And the other things we expect to see those um, results immediately. Come on. We are deep rooted. It would need to take some time before we get out out um, about imports uh, and our taste for foreign goods and and stuff like that. One one thing that I took um, express the man's speech yesterday or presentation yesterday had to do with the interest association <laughs> and all these things. Are, are, are we get leaders that would encourage us to have made in Ghana goods. Are we able to get leaders that would bring on board policies that would kind of grow local, you know, industries and economy better? Are we going to get leaders that would prefer to, you know, take um, certain parts of industries and encourage people to build factories and, and, and all that and produce more made in Ghana? Quality goods. Because quality is very important mm-hmm. in, in whether people patronize a particular product or not. 
Okay. You understand? All these things have to do with money, government policy, some form of seriousness, leadership, cutting down corruption, making sure that we all grow together as, as a nation. So it's not a Herculean task. It will be difficult. It will come with its own challenges and problems. But knowing how resilient the ordinary Ghanaian is, I believe we can come out of this and we can be very strong. Okay, okay, all right. Um, but uh, you still have a question with me. This is and this is from somebody who really, like, I mean, the question even came yesterday, so <laughs> but then um, it will come uh, after Madiba gives us his ex- expectations for um, the president's speech on, on Sunday. Yeah, so <clears throat> sorry, so to the president's speech, my expectations. Um, I expect this one on the funny side, on the lighter side. I expect the president to give us English and book ups tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he's good at that. Mm. But we expect that, or I expect that the president tells us that, okay, so this is the reality on the ground. He's, we expect, or I expect that the president tells us that he's also going through what we are going through. Ironically, anyway. He's going through what we are going through. He understands the situation on the ground. We are putting measures to mitigate and to solve these issues. Okay. These are the things that he has to tell us. Okay. But it shouldn't be like he's just coming to address us and to, to, to tell us like the state of the nation address he gave us in February or March this year that um, it was because of COVID, the Russia-Ukraine war. That's not what we expect. Huh? Okay. The situation, the reality is dawning on us. Ghana in crisis. Ghana as a country is in crisis. So he should be humble. He should be submissive. He should he should tell us that he is having consultations and meetings with people or major stakeholders of the economy for us to mitigate the the, the crisis or for us to solve or minimize the crisis that we're going through as a country. That's fine, and it's not it should not be um, something rhetorical. We need to see things or to hear things that okay. There are timelines for the expectations that he's giving us. So the next week or two weeks, by the end of November, by the middle of November, this is what we are expecting. The city, we are engaging stakeholders like you engage the first real owners. We are engaging those people to at least to maybe check on the depreciation of the city for us so that businesses will boom and Ghanaians will also. Because Christmas is just two months away. Mm-hmm. And this month, this, this year's Christmas, I think that maybe it's only those at the presidency that will enjoy the Christmas of, other than that. So these are some of the expectations of, of, of myself regarding what the president is going to say or his address come Sunday. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay, so um, um, quite, quite, quite an exp- quite some, 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 and then there are some comments that have come in. Of course, I'll, I'll, I'll read the comments um, after, after, after we are done with this question. And um, Hamza, this question is, I mean, to you, but then I, I want Madiba to also add, add a stick to it. And then um, this is coming for my own sister, right? My own sister, and uh, she, she's asking the question that. So, how long will the Honourable Ajoa Safu remain in Parliament? I mean, we mean his, well, how long will her seats be vacant in Parliament, and so when will she be will she be stopped uh, uh, paying, or when when will she stop receiving her salary? Now, how long will Adjoa be seen in part, uh, be away I mean, from part? Of course, I mean, how long will she still be absent from Parliament? Uh, I mean, Hamza, let me let me start with you. Okay. Hello, Hamza, can you hear us? 
um, going to the parliament house to represent her constituency. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, um, the, pre- the the parliament, the, the the speaker of parliament, the leadership of parliament, we don't know what they are doing. I don't know the kind of standing orders they are using with this Adwa Safu case, and I don't know whether she is untouchable. I don't know because. Honestly, I feel that she is denying her constituency, the people of Dom Kwabinya, the over 80,000 or 90,000 or 100,000. Dom Kwabinya constituency is one of the largest constituencies mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. So she is denying all these people a representation, a say in the National Assembly of Ghana, which, which, which is not the best of practice. So maybe they have to put their, 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 their feet on the ground. They have to apply the standing orders because they call her the privileges committee. She didn't come. They've tried to reach her. She is not coming, and, and she's nothing, writing. And nothing, and nothing was done. Like it's not about she not coming. What? What are we even? Nothing she was done. Also aspire. I mean, not so long ago we had we had students doing the national science and math quiz, and we were so amazed by their performance. We are rooting for some of these people to go up there and do good things. But what are we teaching them? What, what precedents? What precedent are we even setting for, for, for the younger generation? So that's, that's it. Sometimes our people, if you don't take care, you use words that are not expected to be used. That's that's why. But then I don't know. I don't know. I just maybe she also has to. She also has to come to the realization that she um, ought to be very careful because no matter what you do today, posterity will judge you. So you need to always be ready or you need to always have it at the back of your mind that you are ready or you are working towards the, the good judgment that posterity will give you. So she has to be very careful. She needs to be sober. She needs to reflect on what she's doing. That at the long run, is it going to be something that will help her? Because with this attitude, I don't think that people of the Mukwabina will vote for her in 2024. And I don't think that delegates in Bamako are now even vote for her in 2024. So when you do that, fine, you may be right, you may have your own reasons for doing so, but then if she's not careful, some of the privileges, some of the things that were due her, she would be denied. Not today, but tomorrow, the life tomorrow. Because I always say that the most unpredictable thing in life is life itself. So when you meet people, treat them well. When you are doing something, do something with care. Do something with with with, with respect to everything or to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it has to it's up to her. If the leaders are failing to do something, if they are not acting, she needs to be sober. She needs to reflect, and she needs to be very careful that we don't joke with the souls of Ghanaians. We don't joke with the hearts of Ghanaians. If you do, you are joking with yourself. Hmm. If you do, you are joking with yourself, and that's that's for Madiba. So Hamza, Hamza, you dropped off. Uh, you, you 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 had a few things to share with us. With the, I mean, with regards to Adwa Safo's uh, <laughs> issues in, in in Parliament. Yeah. So I think right now, my sympathies are with her constituents who mm-hmm. elected her to go and represent them. Uh, right now, they don't. Presenting them or saying anything, and this this has been ongoing. I just wish uh, we would have politicians now that would you know make decisions based on principles. That this is bad, and let's let's go ahead with it. 
I can I can somehow appreciate the argument of the minority where they are saying that Honorable Kennedy Ajapong and then the Greater Accra Regional Minister also um, kind of faulted in the same way that Adwa Safo faulted. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get Adwa Safo out of parliament, based on the laws of natural justice, it's only right that the two of them follow here and go. Okay. We cannot use a different team for address and treat the, the other people with, you know, uh, um, uh, rubber hands or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. we, we have to be seen to be doing something fair. But the majority that are bringing in is because of the love for the people of the country. Okay. Neither is it because of their uh, love for democracy or principles or something. It's because they feel um, the absence of Adrasafo is not good for them in terms of numbers. So that is, that is why we are where we are. So all of them are not wrong and all of them are not right. Just believe and hope that probably they put the country first and come to a middle ground and then we see what we can do. Would they have the uh, kind of, uh, what would I say, strength to be able to say that the MP should only parliament? That would serve as a deterrence to any other person that wants in future to go along that path. You mm -hmm. do get But we are going to get that sadly. So no matter how we talk about this on social media, no matter how we talk about this in rooms and what happened, as far as those that are leading us do not have that needed love for this country to think that is right as far as democracy is concerned, we have to cover some of these issues. Regrettably. So, firstly, I don't have any hope uh, of seeing uh, a very smooth resolution to this if the minority are able to get their numbers in to vote in, in favor of Adia Tafo. She, she can be there for probably the, the lifetime of this parliament and nothing is going to happen to her. She can take all the salary that she wants and no special prosecutor will go after her. And you and I would have to cough out taxes to give to the government to you know, keep doling out in, in such charity ventures and at the end of the day they'll take us to IMF. Hmm. So, that's the reality on the ground. It, it doesn't matter what we see, it doesn't matter what we do, the leadership on the ground are there because of their personal interest. And until we do something about that fundamental problem, we are we are going to we'll talk about another agenda in the next five years, trust me. Hmm. We'll talk about it, you and I. If God willing we are alive and we are fine, we'll talk about it. So uh, that, that's the situation that we are in. We just hope the future is better than what we have now. Mm. So until until we all stand up uh, and do something, we add our little voices together. Nothing nothing seems to change. So gentlemen, thank you so much for your time this evening. On and man Ghana, as as usual, it's, it's it's a pleasure to always have you. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's it's always a pleasure to share my thoughts with you and um, also to say that. Every young man and young woman out there should have hope. Because that's the only thing that we need to be able to bring the, the, the needed changes. Lastly, you know, we just ended party constituency elections of, um, I think, the NBC and MPP. Mm -hmm. When you go on social media, there are a lot of young people that are beginning to come into politics. Okay. A lot of young people. You know, one is exciting and also it's something that we need to, uh, to have a second look at. Mm -hmm. What is the interest? What is the 
as far as uh, uh, the leadership of the country is concerned. Is it some refreshing idea, you know, to help build or something else is motivating them? That, that is something that has been lingering in my mind for, for quite some time. Of course. If it's <laughs> the letter, then we're in for trouble. Mm. If it's the monetary factor and the power of it that is motivating these young people, we're in for trouble. Mm. You know, but if it's the fact that they, they genuinely want to make something positive as far as I was, because we don't have another 50 years to wait. Of course. After independence, we've wasted a lot of time. And we don't have another 50 years to wait. Mm-hmm. If we do that, we have nothing to, you know, say to our kids and our grandkids. Mm. We don't have, we yeah. don't have another 50, 50 years to wait. And of course, that is coming from Hamza. So, um, both, well, thank you so much, Hamza. And then we know we thank will you very much come, to you, come to you for, 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 for your wonderful, wonderful observations on some of these topics. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. You have a wonderful weekend. You too, my brother. We'll meet tomorrow on Clubhouse. Of course, of course. Of course. I, I need to be there. Of course. All right, Hamza, thank you so much. Sorry. Okay, Madiba. Yeah, boss. I'm coming now. It is your final words. Nah, I'm just sorry, so. Yeah, so, um, I don't really have much to say. My final words is that, um, the, it, this is the time that the president or those in government um, stood up or stands up to their feet and then um, 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 see or solve the issues on the ground. Okay. It's about when the president stood up to act swiftly. And this is why he was voted in, into office. Was there is no free land. If there were to be a free land, <laughs> they, would, they would have maintained the, the, the former president, John oh, Mahama. Uh, because of these challenges, the president was voted. So ultimately, he has to um, accept responsibility, accept that time. And so he would work with his team. If somebody is not working, and there is no matter of being favoritism or being uh, doing favoritism or being nepotistic, family and friends, cronies, whatever. If somebody is not working with everybody, even an ordinary Ghanaian sees that some people are not working well. So he has to take them on the ship and then he gets people to work and then to help um, salvage the situation. Uh, we're looking forward to a brighter tomorrow. In fact, people are saying that there's not going to be any brighter tomorrow, but we can um, only hope for the better. The only thing that sustains humanity is hope. Mm. So, all right, the only thing that sustains humanity is hope. So, Madiba, thank you so much for, for, for joining us. We know that uh, we're hoping that next week you, you, you would be you'd be here. And, of course, maybe we might, might switch roles and I'll have, I'll have one or two things to talk about. So, um, thank you so much once again for joining us. And uh, uh, we'll, meet, we'll meet again, of course. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Plus radio, plus radio, plus radio, plus radio. The state security agencies are doing their work and playing their role as they must. They are very vigilant. Ghana being an oasis of peace simply tells us that they are doing their jobs. So you stay vigilant too. So if you see something, say something. Say something if you see something, my friend. If you 
something, you for say something. And of course, when you see something, definitely you have to and you must say something. And that is uh, something very, very powerful. It's one of one of um, the little inspirations I have. Uh, when you see something, you definitely have to say something. And so let's 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 go down and do a few a few um, a few comments that came in. And Dr. Jabin, Dr. Jabin says, I'm looking forward to the president giving us some pragmatic solutions to the depreciating city, um, uh, good physical and monetary policies too um a good fiscal or monetary policies to curb hardships even in this global pandemic okay fine obviously the pandemic okay encouragement of Ghanaians to venture into production and consumption of goods for export and that is coming from dr Jabin. dr Jabin, thank you so much uh i don't know i i, I never knew you were you were a fan of uh, women ghana thank you so much for sharing your piece with us gideon Agbeshi says what the former president said in his speech yesterday night is nothing but pure wisdom. It's coming from Gideon Agbashi. Gideon Agbashi shares this one with us. Let's do a few a few ones here and then we'll call it a wrap. Um, this one says, I hope he uses that platform very well and speak to the current situations. He must not exhibit any Kokoti attitude and show us who we should vote for if we think MP is not performing. Notwithstanding, I know he will definitely jump some insults at us, and that's coming from Gabriel upon Gabriel. Okay, thank you. Um, Isaac says that he will just blame the COVID pandemic, Russia Ukraine war, and tell us the situation is a global is a global one, and we should wait for the IMF. Evans, uh, Isaac Evans also shares this one with us. Uh, Give John. John Amwa says that his resignation from office is what I'm expecting. Akusia, Akusia is my very own sister. He says, uh, what, what I'm expecting that his written speech that he will be reading to us is not going to reduce the price of fuel, or oil, rice, sanitary pass, fuel, and transportation costs. I don't care because if he had not, he had anything better for this country, he wouldn't have been here. We wouldn't have been here anyways. And that is from Akusia. Akusia, let me take it again. This one says that his written speech that he'll be reading to us is not going to reduce the price of oil, rice, part, fuel, and transportation. Because I don't care. Because if he had anything better for the, this country, he wouldn't have been here anyways. So once again, thank you so much for joining us on Memangana today. It's been a really, really um, wonderful um, session. A few people called in, we couldn't pick you because of the time constraints. But we know very well that God willing us to be here to talk about um, yet again something really, really important that we need to discuss as a country. Once again, thank you so much. And I will leave you with this quote and this read set. Life is like a roller coaster. Leave it. Be happy and enjoy life. The truth is you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Life is crazy. Life is a crazy ride and nothing is guaranteed. Life is a roller coaster. Leave it. Be happy and enjoy life. The truth is, you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Life is a crazy ride and nothing is guaranteed. So, this is where we leave you. My name is Benjamin Sapon. I'm student for your regular host, Mr. Emmanuel Kweku Frempon, who today happened to be our guest for the show. So, so we meet God in next week. Love people in Houston. Because the opposite never ever works.
Plus Radio. 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 